Lisa likes the window seat at night, the lights below that tell her she's nearly home. Then there's the lights she can't see, the runway lights we power to bring her plane safely into land. And because at Energia we also power all of Ireland's streetlights, Lisa's taxi home is that bit safer too. And no prizes for guessing who powers her house. Welcome home, Lisa. Energia, the power behind your power. I would say it. I said that would be very selfish of Brooke to do, to schedule that during football season. <laughs> you don't even know this baby yet. <laughs> I, don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to even like the baby. I'm already <laughs> is it, is it? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. This is recorded. I shouldn't have said that. Is it too late to abort it? Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Eat, Sleep, Fantasy All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Dudes of Fantasy Football Podcast. I'll get to that in a minute. My name is Christian Brito. My name is Jeff. Joining me tonight is no one. I am here by myself, and I'll explain that in just a second. But first, let me talk about the dudes. The word dude originates... From an 1800s term of mockery for young men who were overly concerned with keeping up with the latest fashions. Later on, it came to stand for clueless city folks like dude ranchers before it finally morphed into an all-purpose laid-back label for a guy. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I went today to go pick up a pizza and he's like, yeah, dude. And the whole time just kept referencing to me as a dude. And I'm like, I don't live in California. I live in Florida. What is this? And then I'm like, you know what? Later, dude. Thank you. That's all. That's all I got to say. I'm here alone. My name's Christian Brito. You can follow me at Fantasy. And the reason for that is twofold. Normally, Dale will be here with me, but he's traveling. Again, I don't know where this guy gets all this money to constantly be on trips everywhere. And of course, he's complaining, again, in his messages about airplanes again he's always 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 on a plane somehow and always complaining about it like come on man really you're gonna be that guy who's gonna be doing what everybody wants to be doing and complaining about it and armando who's supposed to fill in for dale is drunk off his ass that one's not even a joke i'm doing this show alone because armando is drunk off his ass Anyways, all that being said, today we're going to talk about two things. There's a little bit of news to cover, just a little bit. And I want to talk some wide receivers with you guys because we talked about running backs yesterday, but there's still plenty of wide receivers that are kind of in that nebulous region that people don't really know what to do with them moving forward. People are confused on what to do with guys like Adam Thielen moving forward and, you know... I want to talk about these guys 
and and move forward. What do we do with with uh, with Will Fuller on my roster? What do we do with Kelvin Benjamin? And so we'll get into that in just a second. But before we do that, let's let's get into just a little snippet of news. News and notes. All right. So first piece of news on the docket today. Oh man, this is disappointing. You guys are probably like, where's the fun? Where's the where's the jokes? Where's uh I'll get you some fun facts. I'll get you some jokes about Dale's mom in just a little bit, but pulling out my trusty news pad. Alright. First piece here. This one's interesting because this is kind of a rumor more so than anything else. The Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, were tempted this past week to start Teddy Bridgewater, but they did not. They instead went ahead and started Case Keenum, and Case Keenum had the game of his life, probably knew very well Bridgewater's healthy, finally, you know, worth uh, worth uh, the Vikings playing him, and here comes Case Keenum, has the game of his life, and uh, absolutely kills it. And so, uh, here we stand with with this uh, weird situation. What do we do with Case Keenum? You trust in Case Keenum as long as he's a starter. We've seen him for long enough be super productive, be able to get the ball to Thielen and to Diggs when Diggs is in. That. You should feel fine. If Keenum is a starter, if Teddy Bridgewater is a starter, regardless of who the guy is behind center, that offensive line, those weapons, the, the, the running game, everything is good enough that you can get by, regardless if it's Keenum or Bridgewater. So it shouldn't impact you that much. Now, if you're in a deeper league, two quarterbacks leagues, keeper league, Teddy Bridgewater is certainly worth a stash, especially moving forward. Bridgewater, I think next season, if you're in a dynasty league and he's out there, if you're in a keeper league and he's out there, you can definitely put him on the end of your bench and have a guy that might be very productive, uh, if not this year, sometime next year, and, and you can have him. I, not so sure about his fantasy outlook this year, but next year I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be very solid for your fantasy team. Uh, in case you haven't heard by now, Ezekiel Elliott withdrew his his appeal. That's it. It's over. He's going to serve this full six-game suspension. Finally happened. Kind of pretty much exactly how uh, we said it would play out, but it took a lot longer. Eventually, he was going to serve his suspension, and that's exactly what happened. He's going to serve this full six-game suspension. It's finally over. I know last week we said it's finally over, but there was still another appeal process. But the district court ruling is final. The suspension is effective. It's not going to go any further. He's going to return all the way Christmas Eve, December 24th against Seattle is when Ezekiel Elliott will be back. Unfortunately, week 16 is when you'll get to play him again. All right. A couple more pieces of news here. Aaron Rodgers surprisingly taking snaps at practice. He's only four weeks removed from suffering his broken collarbone. Uh, reports were initially that he got a bunch of extra screws in that collarbone. Already taking snaps 
from a trainer off at the side at Wednesday's practice. I know this doesn't mean anything just yet, but he's eligible to return in week 15 from the short-term IR. So he's a guy that could very possibly be available in some leagues. If you're someone that is looking at potentially making a playoff run and your playoffs are, you know, week 15, 16 or 14, 15, 16, like most leagues, or let's say they run all the way to week 17, you could you could get three weeks of Aaron Rodgers. You could get Aaron Rodgers for dirt cheap in a trade right now if you're in a redraft league. And 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 he's a guy that you might be able to to get for nothing, for free, off waivers. And if you got a deep bench or you just want to stash him on your IR spot, if you got an IR spot and you can afford it, Aaron Rodgers might actually come back this season. We'll see. Uh, if they're eliminated from playoff contention, he's not going to come back. But I, I think they're still going to be in the NFC playoff picture, perhaps. Uh, you know, you got your top four teams in the NFC. You got your Eagles, your Rams, your Vikings. But there's still there's still some openings there. I mean, the Saints have looked good as of late, but they're not an absolute lock to make the playoffs. I don't think... The Falcons and the Cowboys are locks to make the playoffs. The, the, the Packers could make a run. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think he could potentially be back with week 15. He's a guy you could add for no reason, for free, and uh, whatever. Just speculative ad if you if you need it. Uh, I do want to talk just quickly about um, a couple little pieces of Thursday Night Football. Mariota looked bad. Delaney Walker actually had a season high in catches. Might be a guy that you can get pretty cheap is looking a little bit better. Um, even though Mariota didn't look great, it looks like he was looking Walker's way a lot. Walker seems like he's a little bit healthier. And he's facing the Colts next week. He'll probably get Walker very cheap. The Saint, the Steelers offense looked great. Antonio Brown looked like himself. Big Ben finally putting in a great game. So we'll add that there. Packers running back situation. News there is uh, Ty Montgomery. The only guy that was iffy because we know Jones is not going to play. Um, Ty Montgomery still looking iffy. Did not participate in Thursday's practice. Not looking great for this week. Keep an eye out what happens on Friday today. Jamal Williams, if Montgomery is out, Jamal Williams will get the majority of the rushing carries. Expect some of those to be divided up against other, with other guys. Maybe Yushish uh, get some work. Uh, Randall Cobb will get a few carries. Um and so, you know, we'll see what happens there. But if if uh, Montgomery is out, it'll be it will be the Jamal Williams show. All right. So, without any further ado, we're going to do two things, my dudes. Oh my god, I can't even say that with a straight face. Okay, that doesn't feel good. All right. So we're doing we're gonna do two things here. We're gonna talk some wide receivers. And we're going to talk about uh, just some fantasy outlooks. That's all. And so let's start, I think, with somebody that, that we need to talk about. And that's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen has not had a great schedule this season. And yet, Adam Thielen has had at least six targets in every game. Has almost ten targets per game this season. And over his last four games, has had double-digit targets in each one of them. 13, 12, 10, and 12. The return of Diggs has not knocked him back. In fact, all we were waiting on for Adam Thielen this entire season is, 
is he going to add some touchdowns to his incredible production? Because the yards have been there all season. 88 yards a game. That's wonderful for a wide receiver. But the touchdowns were there. And now he scored in week 8 against Cleveland. He scored in week 10 against Washington. The only issue with Adam Thielen is his schedule is not great. But that team is looking like they have a legitimate offense. And people are not believing in the Vikings offense because of one reason, one reason only, Case Keenum. And I'll tell you this. And I'll, I'll be very adamant about it. That offense is a legitimately good offense. If you can believe in the likes of Todd Gurley over there in, in L.A., you can believe in the Vikings offense. You can believe in Adam Thielen. You can believe in Stephon Diggs. You can believe in the Vikings running backs, particularly Latavius Murray. I like these guys moving forward. And I think Diggs and Thielen are both top 15 wide receivers rest of season. I truly believe that you can get Adam Thielen for the price of a wide receiver three in most of your leagues. And you have a solid, if not a high-end wide receiver two and in some weeks a wide receiver one for the price of a wide receiver three because people are not trusting Adam Thielen but I want to say it's because of Case Keenum uh maybe it's because he's not a household name maybe he's got the white guy effect I I really don't know like as, as, as harsh as that sounds but this guy is super talented and that offense is really good so trust in Adam Thielen. I think you can buy him now, and people are not paying attention to him. In a PPR format, even more. Look, he's had at least five. He's the only wide receiver in the entire NFL that has at least five catches in every single game this season. He's played nine games, has at least five catches in every single game. He's got already 56 catches, 794 yards in his nine games, guys. Trust in Adam Thielen. That was a nice little rant there. So let's continue with our rants. I'm going to move on to a guy who started the season off a little rough. And lately, last four weeks, especially in a PPR league, has really ratcheted up his production. And people are not paying as much attention to him as they should. And that's Golden Tate. Golden Tate is finally back. Golden Tate is finally the guy that you can 100% trust every single week. And not only that, Golden Tate is now the feature premier guy in this offense. And if you look at his last four weeks, seven catches, seven catches, seven catches, six catches, 96 yards, 86 yards, 113 yards, 97 yards. And he's a guy who plays... You know, a very middle-of-the-road schedule down the stretch. In Week 14, starting your playoffs, he plays Tampa Bay. You love that matchup. And he, the production is is phenomenal over the last four weeks, and I think it's going to continue. And so for a guy in PPR leagues who has scored 22.5, 13.5, 18.5, and nearly 22 points last week against Cleveland – Man, you can get I, – I, I don't understand why people are shying away from Golden Tate. Shying away from Golden Tate, I've seen it. I, I've gotten Golden Tate for dirt cheap in a couple of my leagues, and I am loving it. The guy is on fire as of late. He's truly gotten over that four-week hump that he had from week two to five. The last four weeks have been on fire, 
Ever since his bye week, he's been tremendous. Ever since the bye week for Detroit, Golden Tate has been on fire. 100% trust in Golden Tate. All right. Next guy we got to talk about. Unfortunately, (sighs) this one's going to hurt. Jordy Nelson. I see a lot of people still holding on and hoping and praying that maybe there's some value, some love for Jordy Nelson. Last four weeks of Jordy Nelson without Aaron Rodgers, these are Nelson's numbers. All right. Last three weeks, I'm sorry. One catch for 13 yards, four catches for 35 yards, three catches for 20 yards. Those are three games, three fantasy, one fantasy point, three fantasy points, two fantasy points. He's no longer even the number one guy because Devontae Adams is the only wide receiver that has been even remotely productive since Aaron Rodgers went down. His schedule is all middle of the road matchups from here on out, except for one very bad matchup and one very good matchup. That's it. So you're going to get just straight whatever. And that offense is not good enough unless Aaron Rodgers were to come back in week 16 and 17. I, if you can get anything at all for, for Jordy Nelson, do it. I am not a believer whatsoever that Jordy Nelson is going to be valuable at all for the rest of this season, unless Aaron Rodgers comes back. I'm sorry. That's, that's just my take. It's just something that I have to say. The targets aren't even there. To start with, four targets is not going to cut it for Jordy Nelson. It's not enough. He was just a touchdown guy to begin with before Aaron Rodgers, even when Aaron Rodgers was there, his season high was 79 yards. He, he, he hadn't broken that barrier since, since week one. And so I'm out, completely out on Jordy Nelson. He's a wide receiver, four or five for the rest of the season. Totally out. I'd rather have guys. I, I'd seriously rather have guys like Nelson Aguilar, Paul Richardson, Ted Ginn, than I would Jordy Nelson for the rest of the season. All right. So now that I said that, I got to talk about Ted Ginn because, man, Ted Ginn is a curious case. And while he's been great a couple times this season, he's been terrible. A couple times this season, my conclusion on him (laughs) is you take what you can get with Ted Ginn. He's averaging a little over four targets a game, just over three catches. And, you know, he's turning, he's making that into the best he can with almost 17 yards a catch, 54 yards a game. But just know that Ted Ginn is going to be the ultimate boom bust guy. And with the next couple weeks with matchups against Washington and L.A., those aren't great. Playoff matchups are pretty good with Atlanta, New York, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. That looks great, but until you get there, it's not great. Ted Ginn is going to be very hit and miss. I like him as a daily fantasy type of guy that if you're in a tournament, you gamble on him. But I don't think you can trust his production week to week enough for Ted Ginn. All right, a couple more guys, okay, that we got to talk about uh, and I, I think are important. 
right, so before we go any further, actually, I want to take just a second and tell you guys about Optima Fantasy Sports and OptimaFantasySports.com. They have the ultimate fantasy lineup tool. They give you the Optima Edge. And so I want to just describe a little bit about who they are because they're really experts at what they do at the analytics side. And while we we might be the the funny laid back area of fantasy, we also like to take things very seriously when it comes to the actual game because we're good at this. And so we we think we found the perfect partners to set you guys up and actually be able to win your league week to week. These are guys that have worked with actual NFL, NBA, and MLB teams with their evaluations when they draft players. They use the same algorithm that they use with real-life NFL teams, with real-life NBA teams, with real-life Major League Baseball teams. And their accuracy has been phenomenal. They're beating all of the big sites. They, They outperform the ESPNs of the world every single week. And we want to share this information with you guys. Right now, you can use our promo code SLEEP on their website. They'll give you a discount on their pricing. Honestly, I know a lot of you guys play fantasy. I know you got a lot of you daily fantasy. I know a lot of you guys are not sure what to do week to week, how to optimize your lineups. And they can optimize your daily fantasy lineups. I know plenty of people now are jumping more and more into DFS every week. If you feel like you're out of it in your season long and you're playing daily fantasy and you really want to get an edge, get the Optima Edge. Use our promo code SLEEP. They can help you optimize your DFS lineups, your weekly, your you know, your season-long lineups. You can get their projections from their site, and it's phenomenal. They have superior predictability, the most accurate projected points. Get the Optima Edge at OptimaFantasySports.com, promo code SLEEP, S-L-E-E-P, as if you needed help spelling sleep. That's my fault. I, I messed it up. I always mess it up. Damn it, Christian. All right. So, uh, man, it is, it is exhausting doing, uh, doing a one man podcast, but let's move on. What say you, everyone? Yeah. What say you, Dale? The fuck up, Dale. What say you, Armando? Oh, we don't care about what you're thinking. Okay. All right. All right. More wide receiver talk. Okay. You guys ready for this? Ready for more wide receiver talk, everyone? Are we good? Are we doing this? No? Anybody? Guys? Alright, so the next guy I want to talk about on our list... Juju Smith-Schuster, I think is a very interesting name that we need to mention because it seems like the days of Martavis Bryant came and went last week, supposedly he's finally working a little bit with the first team offense again, and so we got we got a very interesting situation, and now we got a little bit more information actually because Thursday Night Football happened, and and we have plenty to talk about because... The Steelers, 
ran over the Tennessee Titans. But all we saw out of Schuster was four catches for 47 yards. All we saw out of Bryant was two catches for 30 yards. We actually saw more catches for Jesse James than we did for Schuster. We saw way more catches for Le'Veon Bell than we did for Schuster. We saw Antonio Brown rack up 10 catches for 144 yards and three touchdowns. And so it leaves a lot of Schuster owners wondering what to do with him going forward. And so I have seen all over the place this season, this week and rest of season rankings with Schuster being extremely aggressive, you know, a top 12 wide receiver for Schuster. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen, you know, consensus rankings having him as a top 18, 17 or so wide receiver. And I've seen the the opposite end where it's extremely conservative rankings of Juju Smith-Schuster. And all I got to say about him is he is right now, whatever you thought Martavis Bryant was going to be this season. I know Big Ben has not been great this year. Don't take Big Ben's performance against the Titans to be the standard because the Titans pass defense is it's got it's got a lot of holes it's got more holes oh boy do I want to do the Titanic joke that Dale said more holes than the Titanic even though the Titanic had one hole in its hub I don't get that joke Dale it's stupid zero out of ten anyways Schuster rest of season I think he is a low-end wide receiver too so about you know, somewhere between 22 and 26 is where you can get him. He's probably around the same area as guys like Marvin Jones or Devin Funches, uh, maybe Amari Cooper because I'm not as high on Cooper. So those are the kind of the guys that Schuster belongs with. I think you might still get a couple of these huge games because the schedule moving forward. I mean, you had Tennessee this week. You follow it up with Green Bay. You got playoff schedules with both New England and Houston in there. Houston's defense has been Swiss cheese with all their holes. Oh, my God. I got to stop doing these holes jokes. But honestly, I think there's still some big games in there for Schuster. It's not going to be seven catches for 193 yards like it was against Detroit. But I think you're still going to get five catches. 70 yards every week and you're just hoping for a touchdown and he's got he's had several of those already this season he's got five touchdowns already this season uh and so the youngest player in the nfl has a shot at having a legitimate season for the rest of the season i just don't think he, he the hype of him being a top 12 to 15 guys warranted just yet if i've seen guys have him over adam thielen for example i'd much rather have adam thielen for the rest of the season than I would Smith, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's that's my take on him. I know a lot of people disagree with me. But, you know, if any, there's going to be, it's still Martavis. It's still uh, Antonio Browns' team. Let's let's hold off a little bit on, on giving Juju all the accolades. All right. So a couple more wide receivers to talk about before I wrap up the show. So let's start here. The next guy on our list. <clears throat> and that is actually, I'm going to talk about it in a tandem. That's Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry. Oh boy. 
the Miami Dolphins offense is the worst offense in football. Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry have been quiet for a lot of the season. But Jarvis Landry continues to be somewhat productive. Almost seven catches a game, 52 and a half yards a game, more than half a touchdown a game. And when you look at it, eight and a half fantasy points every game in a standard, 15.3 fantasy points per game in a PPR. So, PPR leagues, Jarvis Landry, get on it because he has not had any games where you can say he hasn't given you production in a PPR league, except for maybe Baltimore, five catches, 33 yards, but even then he gave you five catches. Jarvis Landry in a PPR league has one game this season under double-digit fantasy points, consistently giving you 15 fantasy points or so in a PPR league. I get it. Five yard, five catches for 42 yards isn't doing it, but he's actually catching touchdowns. He's getting five, six, seven, eight catches every week. He's still productive enough to get by in your PPR league. Now, I don't trust this offense. I want nothing to do with Jay Cutler. It is the worst offense in football, but there's still some value there for the wide receivers. There's no upside. Like there's no fucking upside when it comes to the Dolphins. But look at let's let's go back to Devontae Parker. Outside of the week that he got hurt and he only had one catch for six yards and then didn't play against Atlanta, New York, and, and Baltimore, every other week, 85 yards, 76 yards, 69 yards, 76 yards, 66 yards. You hope he can add some touchdowns to that. He's only had one touchdown on the season. But if if you need some production in a PPR league, again, only one game this season, single-digit points for, for Devontae Parker, and that was the game he got hurt. You're talking about 12.5 fantasy points per game, and one of those games he got hurt. You take that game out of the equation, you're talking about more like 15 fantasy points, again, in a PPR league. And the schedule is great. You got Tampa Bay, New England. You got Denver in there, but then you got New England again. You got Kansas City. You've got some great matchups that you can play these guys. I know. The offense is brutal. I don't trust Jay Cutler as far as I can throw his pat, you know, chain smoking ass, but honestly, these guys, you can probably trust enough to just plug into your lineup and play as a flex play. Don't expect huge weeks, but expect solid weeks. You can expect huge weeks from guys like Adam Thielen and, and, and uh, Stefan Diggs, and but expect solid weeks from guys like Schuster and Parker and Landry, especially Parker and Landry in PPR leagues. All right. Last guy we're going to talk about, because I, I think we've had more questions about this guy than, than I can handle, but <laughs> the last two weeks, we got to talk about him. Robert Woods. Against Houston, and Houston's pass defense has now been the worst against the pass. So keep take take these numbers with a grain of salt, but eight catches on 10 targets for 171 yards, two touchdowns for Robert Woods. In a PPR league, he gave you 37 fantasy points. That's nice, right? But go back a few weeks. Five for 66, five for 70, 
5 for 59. Since week 5 at Seattle, he's had at least 7 targets in all but one game. He's had at least 5 catches in all but one game. And he's had at least 50 yards in every game since week 5. Plus, in these last two weeks, he's gotten you four, you know, all his touchdowns on the season, four. And I think he's kind of emerging as the as the lead wide receiver on this team. On a team that has shown that their offense is also good enough to keep up with, with anybody in the NFL, a legit Rams offense. And so, I'm buying in on Robert Woods. He's not an elite wide receiver, but he's another solid guy. And he actually does have some upside to go with him, as we've seen in now two... 100-yard games this season, two back-to-back, two-touchdown games. I think Robert Woods has some upside to him, plus this offense is is legit. And so Robert Woods is a guy that is a no-name guy. People are not buying in it. You can, get him, you can get him for nothing, for nothing in your league. People are not paying attention to Robert Woods, and, and he's going to continue to be relatively productive. Don't expect eight for 171 and two, but expect five for 75 and hoping for a touchdown. And you'll get that 5 for 75 pretty much every week. So Robert Woods is a guy I think you could, you can be happy with. So, all right. That's going to pretty much wrap up those wide receivers. Now, before I go, I, I want to make a little call to our listeners. Everyone in, in, our, in our listenership, I want to ask you to do one thing. And that's to just try out Draft with us. Draft is a daily fantasy football app, but you play it in a live snake draft every single week. And I'm just asking you guys to just try it out with us. Use our promo code Eatsly Fantasy. If you want to play for real money, they'll get a free $3 entry. You can try it out against us. You know, if you like it, make a deposit. They have a money back guarantee up to $100. So if you want to try it out, deposit 10 bucks, 20 bucks, play a few games. They have a money-back guarantee of up to $100 if you don't like it. Draft is my favorite new way to play Daily Fantasy. Over half a million people have joined it already this season alone. And so use Draft. Our promo code is EatSleepFantasy. You can follow me, ESF Brito. You can follow Dale, ESF Dale. Play against us. I'll be doing at least 10 this week. I promise I'm going to do at least 10 draft leagues. I'll have a few big ones so you guys can join me and play alongside me. Um, I'm thinking about doing some promotions. Uh, you know, people that that win head-to-head against me can maybe win some prizes or something. I'll announce that on Twitter at EatSleepFF, what I'm thinking of doing. Maybe I'll have a specific league uh, where I'll give away whoever beats, you know, whoever wins that league can also have an incentive of winning a t-shirt or something. But I'm thinking about doing that. Or maybe we'll do, <clears throat> you know, mo- most points in... And the leagues that I'm in will win a prize. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out with Dale off air. But join us, man. I'm having such a blast on there. I think I'm having more fun there than I am across most of my leagues. Except for maybe my league of record where I'm stomping on these fools. Just stomping at 8-2. and two. And I have Antonio Brown just went on Thursday Night Football. Probably going to move to 9-2 and two in first place. Or, you know, I'm in second right now. Anyways, you know... Just, just Armando and, and Dale need to hand me that trophy already as uh, as of now. But anyways, draft promo code Easily Fantasy. Please, guys, if if there if you want to show us your support in any way to this show, there's three ways you can do it. You can follow us on Twitter at Easily 
You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, which I read every single one of those, and I love when you guys give us positive feedback on there. And then follow us on Draft and and show your support on there because that's really, you know, the sponsors look and they see, hey, these guys are are actually, you know, got some some listeners who, who love them out there, and we really do appreciate it, guys. So that's pretty much it on my end. Thank you so much for for listening to this little episode with just me. Uh, If you're tired of my voice by now, I'm sorry. There's nothing else I can say. But if you actually made it all the way through, you know, 40 minutes of just Christian, I love you. Maybe tweet at me, at Seabrito Fantasy, at Eastleaf Fantasy, and let me know you made it all the way through. And uh, thanks, guys, for showing up. And have a good rest of your day and good luck in your leagues this week. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh Eat Sleep Fantasy.